Yo, yep, I'm back. I'm back, man. And I'm your host, Victory the Ambassador, with another episode of Speak Victory, you know. And this is just a follow-up, man. This is a part two. Um, overlooked, but still a champion. And I talked about Tom Brady and how he was overlooked. Um, and if you didn't catch, if you didn't catch that episode, go back and listen to it. It's definitely encouraging. As you know, my goal is to, is to speak victory, um, in every, 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 every area of your life. So it's definitely encouraging. And, uh, so if you haven't heard the first part one. Um, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. It's gonna, it's gonna bless you. Yes. Uh, so this is part two, man. Overlooked, but still a champion. And at the end of part one, I just I, I talked about David. David is. An individual mentioned in the Bible who was uh, anointed as king. He was overlooked, though. He was overlooked by his family when, when God instructed one of his prophets to go and find a new king. And he told him to go to Jesse's house which was David's father. And David was one of those people who were overlooked. Um, in part one, I talked about stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, I touched on how a lot of times in ministry, we can feel like we're overlooked. Um, your family, you know, peers around you. There's many different ways that we can feel overlooked. And uh, just a recap of part one, I talked about Tom Brady being overlooked and Many of you don't know we we that name rang a bell in the sports world because he's a great. They call him the goat. Goat is an acronym for greatest of all times. They call him the goat um, in NFL football. But he was overlooked. He was selected way down in the draft in the sixth sixth round. At the 199th pick, the Patriots got him. So there were uh, there were 198 players selected to different teams before him. Talk about being overlooked, right? But I also talked about the opportunity. 
Because when you're overlooked and you know that greatness is on the inside of you, you know that God has placed an anointing on your life to do something great. And it's just that people just don't see it. You know it's there. It's been confirmed that it's there, maybe by certain individuals that God has placed in your life or sent across your path along the way. But it's the people that you need to see it don't see it. And it's frustrating to you because you know what you possess, right? It's greatness. And greatness on the inside of you boggled up will cause you to become frustrated. So therefore you have to let it out. But then let me tell you something. There's an opportunity that will arise. And I talked about this in part one, how after being overlooked in the draft, Tom Brady, he ended up being the backup quarterback to another good quarterback, Drew Brees. Drew Brees went down with an injury and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's opportunity presented itself. And he's never looked back. He took advantage. But but what, what, I'm, what I'm telling you is he was ready. So what I'm telling you is right now, you have to stay ready because you don't know when the next opportunity, you don't know when that opportunity is going to present itself for you to display your greatness. Now, David, back to David, because I talked enough about Tom Brady in the part one. I want to talk about David as I really, uh, and I'm doing a part two because I, I, I meant to, uh, I left this part out of the David situation and analogy because after David was overlooked and he was overlooked because when the prophet came to his dad's house, he told him why he was there. Look, God sent me to anoint one of your sons as king. And so can you bring them out, right? Jesse brought all his sons and didn't consider David. He didn't even consider him. So he was overlooked totally. But just because you're overlooked by people <laughs> doesn't mean you're overlooked by God. I want somebody to hear me right now. I suggest because you are overlooked by people does not be, uh, mean that you are overlooked by God. That right there ought to, ought to, ought to, ought to get you uh, uh, excited, you know. So David ended up being anointed as king. Now, mind you, he's a child. And... It ain't like he was anointed as king and took the throne. No. The king who he was uh, to take the place of was still king. So even after 
knowing that God has anointed you as king, there's still a process for you to sit on the throne. <laughs> let, let me speak to somebody right quick. God has shown you some things that he's going to do with you. And where you're previously at, it don't look nothing like what God has shown you. Oh, my God. Who am I talking to right now? It What God has shown you, where he's going to take you and what he what he's going to do with you looks total opposite of where you are right now. Man, can I tell you, David, he can relate. After being sent by God, the prophet being sent by God to anoint this young man as king. He's still out there tending the sheep, still getting teased by his brothers. What I tell you about that opportunity, though. That opportunity is coming. And you never know when it's going to present itself. So you have to stay ready. You have to stay ready, y'all. You got to stay ready. Because when it comes, you ain't got time to get ready. When the opportunity comes, then you don't have time to get ready. So therefore, you have to stay ready. So what happened? The Philistine army has this giant. He was a great warrior, taunting all the uh, soldiers in the army of Israel, taunting them, calling them out, making bets. You find somebody that'll fight me. If he win, we serve you. If I win, y'all serve us. And nobody, nobody would take him upon that offer. They were all frightened. Jesse all of David's brothers was part of the army. They were out. And Jesse, the father sent David with food to go take to his brothers. Well, while on assignment, while running this errand, he hear this Philistine making these taunts. And he takes it upon himself to go to the king. He, 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 he was he was moved to Take this giant. This was a giant who stood above everyone else. Uh, and David, just being a child, was moved to take this Philistine up on his offer. And he went to the king. He said, King, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who 
defile the armies of God. David was was offended. He 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 like, you know, I'll take him. You know. The king laughs at him like, boy, you just a boy, man. This man has been you, you just a little boy. He's been a he's been a, a man of war since his youth. You just a little boy, man. What, what you talking about? David, he begins to testify to Saul. He begins to tell him how once there was a bear who come try to take the sheep. He began to testify how he slew the bear. And he said, once there was a lion who come try to take my sheep, he testified of how he slew the lion. And he said, this Philistine will be as one of them. God will deliver him into my hands, O king. He will be just as one of them. So David, <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> he didn't have to go and get ready. He was ready. Why? Because he had some past victories. He had, and, and, and David, when you look in the Bible, we see the book of Psalms. That is written by David. And a lot of that is written while he was in the field tending sheep. Uh, some of it was written, a lot of it is written while he was, uh, because there was a journey, there was a process before he took the throne because this, this king, King Saul, who he was taking the place of, still was on the throne. So there was a time after after these certain events took place where King, where, uh, King Saul was jealous of him and wanted to kill him, tried to kill him and all of this stuff. But the point that I'm making is he was ready when the opportunity presented itself. So David, here we is, David, here it is, David was overlooked by his family when the prophet was sent to anoint the new king, he was overlooked. But he believed God. He accepted and embraced the anointing and the assignment that God placed on his life, even though, even though it didn't look nothing like what was prophesied. Here it is, you taking food to your brothers who are on the battlefield and you've been anointed to be king. So even though it didn't look like what God said it would be, he didn't let it discourage him. And the opportunity arose for him to display the greatness that was on the inside. And he didn't have to get ready. He stayed. He was already ready. He stayed ready. Why? Because he spent time with God. He spent time with God. Now, let me speak to some of my people who are in ministry. You, you waiting. You, 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 you want a platform. You know God has placed something on the inside of you. You know God has anointed you. You know God has appointed you. 
Oh my God, for such a time as this, and you're waiting on people to see the greatness, to see what's on your life, and people are failing to see it. But let me tell you, opportunity is coming, and you don't know when it's going to come. So let me tell you what you do. Let me tell you what you do while you wait. You prepare. You stay ready. You stay in the presence of God. You stay with the praise coming off of your lips. You stay in your prayer closet because when the opportunity comes, it's going to come suddenly. It's going to come unannounced. And when it presents itself, you ain't going to have time to get ready. You need to already be ready because God want to use you. God want to display what he's put on the inside of you because God want to get the glory. Oh, man, somebody need to shout amen. Listen, so the opportunity arose. And the king was like, this boy, <laughs> he crazy, but okay. All right, I hear you. Well, look, you can't go to battle like that, man. Here, take my armor. The armor was so big. David would have got killed wearing Saul's armor, but he took it off. He's like, oh, king, I can't, I can't go to battle like this. But what I do have, I got this slingshot. And uh, I'm going to take what God has given me, what God has perfected me. I've perfected my craft with this thing. <laughs> Come on. See, sometimes... We get out of our lane. God then anointed us to do a certain thing and we try to do something else. So that's what David understood as well. He understood that I can't go to battle with, with this king's armor on. God has been perfecting me in this area. So God, so David goes head on with this giant. He go get some rocks out of the brook. And the first one, if I'm not mistaken, hit him right between the eyes. And God got the victory. He displayed David, put him on display for that greatness to be displayed, for it to give him glory. And that's what God want to do with you. He don't want you being discouraged because you've been overlooked. God wants you to remain focused on what he's placed in you. And what he has cultivated you to do. God won't want you to stay in your lane. And stay ready. Because the opportunity is coming. It's coming. And people will see. People who doubted you. Don't worry about the doubters. Don't worry about the naysayers. You be confident. And what God has placed on your life. You be confident. And when that opportunity arises, you take advantage of it. 
you take advantage of it. And you let that greatness come forth. You let it come forth. Overlooked. <laughs> but still a champion. That day. David became a champion. The day that the prophet was sent to Jesse's house. He was overlooked. But God didn't overlook him. God did not overlook him. So those of you that's feeling overlooked, God is looking right at you and saying, that's the one. That's the one I'm going to use right there. The one they least expect, that one right there. The one that was counted out, that one right there. The one that's been in all of that trouble, that one right there. So you may be overlooked by man. But God is looking right at you. And God is not apologetic for the anointing and the call he's placed on your life. He's perfecting you. And you need to embrace what he's placed on you. You need to stay ready. Because when the opportunity comes, you ain't got time to get ready. It's time to take action. When that opportunity comes, you display who God is in you. Overlooked, but still a champion. It's your brother, Victory the Ambassador. Speak victory, and I'm out.